I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon, lunar eclipse in Taurus. So moon at 27 degrees Taurus, um, opposing sun at 27 Scorpio. Mercury is conjuncting Mercury and Scorpio at 21. And that opposition of the eclipse is squaring Jupiter in Aquarius. <clears throat> at the same time, Mars at 13 Scorpio is opposing Uranus retrograde at 12 Taurus. And those are squaring Saturn in Aquarius. So Scorpio, Taurus energy squaring into Aquarius. There's an intent behind this eclipse. So first of all, eclipses 101. Eclipses happen twice a year, every year. They usually travel in pairs, sometimes in threes. The first eclipse opens the eclipse window. The second eclipse closes it. And in between, I tell people, pay attention to everything, cling to nothing. Your favorite phrase, your favorite sentence, your mantra is, I don't know. <laughs> because the eclipses are called the bringers of change. They bring in change we didn't see coming. And we can't really tell exactly how it's going to show up, nor can we tell the shift that it's going to, that it's going to instigate within us. So what's happening? I don't know. What's going to happen next? I don't know. What's the future look like? I don't know. <laughs> Just stick with, with, I don't know, for a couple of weeks between eclipses, okay? Lunar eclipse, full moon lunar eclipse is the moon is how we feel. We feel one way. And then there's a shadow by design. That's what an eclipse is, the shadow of the earth onto the moon. And then you feel a different way. And in this case, it really is shadow because it's Scorpio. And what that eclipse is, I think, bringing in for people is um, needing to face shadows that are getting in the way of you wanting more different, higher for yourself so that you can thrive in a way that you're not used to and you haven't seen so far. Uranus and Taurus would make it something that surprises you. It's outside your comfort zone. And <clears throat> when, when, shadow, when shadow's coming up very strongly, it can feel like a haunting. It can. It can feel like um, there are shadows that you will never be able to get off of you. It can feel like you're stuck like this. It can feel like, um, who are you to want more? Because maybe you don't deserve it. Really like low octave Scorpio stuff. It can feel like that. But really it's that you're willing to look at any truth, that all wounds are healable, that whatever's in the way, let's get it out of the way because you're meant to thrive. You're meant to find a new way of being and you get to want something different for yourself. Scorpio energy is reluctant to want things because, and I've been writing about this on, uh, on social media. So Scorpio can go into um, just trying to survive, trying to not die for as long as possible. <laughs> uh, because if you want things, you could 
you could get it and lose it, or you could get it and fuck it up, or you can get it and it'll turn bad, those kinds of things. And so those are all shadow. Those are shadows that need to get out of the way. It, it, if, you're, if you're wrestling with shadow, it can kind of feel like the shadow owns you. It's got you. It's always going to get you. And that's not true. Shadow does not own you. What it is, is that your devotion, your commitment, your focus, what you're invested in, that's what owns you. So if you are really devoted to the story of your brokenness, if you cannot let go of your trauma response, if you are really unwilling to try something new, then that's when it feels like shadows got you. But you could be very devoted to, committed to, invested in, always evolving into a higher way of being, being very open to raising your frequency and how you live your life, of being a really good receiver, of being a good manifester, of having really high standards on your own self-worth. Uranus and Taurus, uh, what I tell people that I work with is that it, it's requiring you to raise your self-worth past what feels sane. That if you're going to get outside your comfort zone on wanting something new, different, better for yourself, you have to go into feeling like you deserve and are worthy of something new, better, different. And if it's going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be higher than what you've seen so far. That square to Aquarian energy, it's, it's asking, it's, well, it's not asking, it's pressuring. <laughs> it's pressuring you to evaluate what frequency do you want to live in? Do you want to live in fear? Or do you want to live in discovery? Do you want to live in the story of your shadow or do you want to live in the possibility of a new day? Do you want to uh, get caught up in codependency, or do you want, or do you want to go and uh, and own your worth and your sovereignty, and take responsibility for your own energy? What's your frequency? This is going to require uh, getting into um, alignment with what now resonates with you, and letting go of what no longer resonates with you, and that probably involves some falling away, falling away of what just is not going to go into the future for you. It's not. Um, people, places, things, ideas that are not uh, on the level where you're going to choose to live. Now, some people are not choosing to go up to a higher frequency, which I have to say I'm genuinely surprised about. Um, I was telling a friend of mine that <clears throat> I would say about 75% of the clients that I'm, that I've seen, I do a lot of readings around the eclipses. It's kind of nonstop. Um, about 75% of the, the clients that I've seen in the last week or two uh, do not want to change. They're like, nope, mm -mm. it's too hard. I'm too tired. The unknown is too scary. There's too much risk involved. They don't want to do it. They would rather 
stay where they are and just not die, just endure it and get through it than to see a change that fundamentally rearranges what their life looks like. I'm surprised by that. I really am. I, I, uh, I'm just surprised. Um, but I don't think I should be surprised because we are Pluto in, in Capricorn has been taking down um, old structures, traditions, rules, expectations. It's taking down the stories we tell ourselves about the story of our brokenness, the story of how we thought it was going to be, the story of how we think it should be, but it just isn't. Letting go of the story means that we're going into a future where there is no blueprint. There is no, well, this is how it's always been done. So we're going to keep doing it this way. If you're going to go into um, a frequency of discovery into the future, then you're going to have to understand that you are adaptable and teachable and you are here for it. Whatever new possibility, new avenues, um, new ways of being, are within an unfolding unknown, you would have to be like, okay, yeah, I'm here for it. Old shadow is going to come up. Well, I'll face it when it does. You're going to be tempted into living through trauma-based patterns. Well, we're going to stop it when we notice it. You're, the, the values, what you find important, what's meaningful to you so that you can evolve and thrive, all of it's going to be new. It's going, to be, it's going to be things that you had not considered before. You don't know how it got here. Not quite sure what to do with it, but you're here for it. It's going to be like that. And for some people, that's like too much. It's too much. And that's a choice for sure. Okay. It's also a choice to say, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore whatever that patterning is. I, uh, I've, I've made a choice that I'm going up. I'm going to go up. I'm not going to stay in pattern shadow living. I've been working on it all year because I've been asking everyone within earshot, please work on your shadow all year so that you are already in a head start position whenever right now, this time that we're in at the moment comes about. So all year. I've been trying to catch myself in patterns and I go, oh shit, I'm doing it again. And I go get a session, stop everything. I need a session. I um, spent the weekend with someone this last weekend <clears throat> and man, I caught myself in pattern a lot and I wasn't dramatic about it. I kept it to myself, but I, I constant self-talk of you're doing it again. Stop, stop what you're doing. This is a pattern. And I go, okay. And I come back into presence, come back into presence, choose differently, choose differently. We make it harder than it has to be. I'm not talking about needing to process shadow when you are fresh out of trauma. That, that needs serious work. You need help. You need assistance. It can feel very dark. And, and that's, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you have already mined your shadow for everything that you can possibly gain out of it, but you just keep holding on to it out of habit. 
the pattern just keeps holding and it's no longer useful at all, then you can let go of it. Aquarian energy looks at Scorpio in all of its intensity. And so I mean this affectionately as a double Scorpio because I like myself, okay? But really, it's a lot. Like sometimes I'm a lot for myself. <laughs> and so Scorpio will have like intense emotions, really intense. And Aquarian energy looks at Scorpio energy going, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And, you know, Scorpio will be like, I have to have all of these emotions before I can change. And Aquarius goes, you could just go ahead and change. <laughs> so I try to, I try, I don't always succeed, but I try in this environment to do that internally where I catch myself getting super intense when it's not actually required for what's in front of me and go, hang on a second. Do you have to do this? Do you have to do this pattern thing? Is it necessary? And I go, nah, nah, it's not necessary. Now, sometimes I don't catch it. Sometimes that intensity comes out. I'm like, oh, fuck, why did I do that? But try real hard, try real hard to catch it. And go, this is not necessary. This is not necessary. And uh, I think that requires presence to be here in current time, be here right now. Be here now. What is required of you right now? Do you have to keep telling a story? Do you have to make up a new story just so you can have some sense of control? Do you have to wonder, oh, what's the next bad thing that's going to happen? Do you? When nothing bad is happening, do you? Do you have to do that? Different frequency is, yeah, I don't do that anymore. It's just not necessary. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to stay here right now. I'm going to tend to things that come up that I didn't know were there, like a shadow creeps up and it's like, oh, surprise, I'm still in here. And you go, wow, still? Evaluate it, process it, heal it, transmute it, or just get rid of it. Keep it moving. Our instruction is to go into Taurus, and I mean that. The nodes are going to follow suit. South node's going to go into Scorpio. North node's going to go into Taurus starting in January. They'll be there for 18 months. This is the first eclipse of a series that will be between these two signs, squaring into Aquarius. What frequency are you going to hold? Are you going to stay in old shadowed patterning and let that get in the way of you thriving in a new way that you're not used to yet? Are you going to move that shit out as quickly and efficiently as you possibly can and keep going into a new way of being and let wonderful things arrive? Let it in. Receive it. What are you going to do? I don't think it has to be as hard as we make it. But it can be overwhelming. And we probably deserve a lot of self-compassion here. The ways that you fall into the lower octaves of Scorpio and that would be survival fears or self-loathing or paranoia or resentment. Uh, fawning happens here too. To do all of that, to fall into the lower octave of Scorpio, it involves self-abandonment. And I think that the shadows that come up in here that need to be addressed, almost all of them will have the root of self-abandonment. You have to really give up on yourself to go, nah, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay right here. I'm not changing anything. Or you have to abandon yourself to say, I, 
who am I? Who am I to want more, better, higher for myself? This is fine. When it's not fine. Who am I to reach for a higher octave? Because there's so much I wouldn't know about that, that I might as well just stay in what I know. You have to abandon yourself to not trust yourself enough to go into discovery, into the unknown. You have to abandon yourself. So if you work with me often, you know my favorite tool here is, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Ho'oponopono. Sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I abandoned, I abandoned myself again. That's all right. You caught it. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Now keep it moving. If you have to catch yourself every 30 seconds, it's not that you fell out into self-abandonment. It's that you caught it and you came back. Come back to yourself. Reach higher. And your life can turn into something you would not have been able to predict. I'm watching this happen all over the place. People who are self-reflective, who, who do their work, who are willing to take the risk in going into the unknown with a sense of discovery are having things align all over the place. They're feeling called. They feel like they're being guided. They're having things come up into their life that they never thought in a million years would be here. And it's because they chose a different frequency because they chose to not abandon. It's up to you. We have free will. And remember that the nodes going into these signs are going to bring more eclipses along this axis and we'll be there for 18 months. So if right now the highest you can reach is I'm willing to know more about that. That's progress. That's progress. Just being willing. Are you willing to consider that if you move your shadow out of the way, you can thrive in ways that you, you can't even imagine right now? Can't imagine it right now, but it's got your name on it. It's possible. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.